What's good guys, Ross Potter here and this is the RP Coaching Podcast where we'll talk about training, nutrition, mindset and everything in between. Created with you in mind, this podcast aims to educate and help you to tick those boxes daily. If you do enjoy the content, show me a little love, subscribe and share. Enjoy the episode. Here we go again. Welcome back to another episode in the series. And today I want to cover why your workout potentially isn't working so well for you. Just like Blue Peter, this episode is going to be a here's one I made earlier, how to create your very own workout plan. I'm going to teach you how to design a routine to suit your goals and ensure that you aren't doing the same routine in 365 days time because let's face it most of you have probably been following the same training split um, or you've been following a training split for for so long and you've not seen the results that you perhaps would have expected so let's talk through the process now if you grab yourself a pen and paper you can quite literally create your own routine as you listen to this episode so I'm going to start with the length of your training cycle Now, this talk is going to be predominantly gauged on hypertrophy. Um, Obviously, hypertrophy means muscle growth. But of course, what I'm about to run through during this episode can be replicated for any other training. And especially in the current climate where we find ourselves on lockdown amidst the coronavirus, this could certainly be applied to home routines in a bid to further your progress out of the gym. Um, It's going to be crucial for home workouts because we are looking to make progression during our time away from the gym. But as I've mentioned, this example is based on a bodybuilding hypertrophy split for maximum progression in not only terms of strength, but more importantly, lean muscle gain. So we're going to start off with the length of your training cycle. And this ideally should be either a six, seven, or eight week long mesocycle followed by a deload. Then we would look at another six, seven, eight week long mesocycle followed by a deload, so on and so forth. Now mesocycle being the period you are in the growth phase. So in this example, your mesocycle will be the total number of weeks you are progressing followed by a deload over the whole 12 months. And once you've chosen your optimal mesocycle length, so for most people it's six, seven or eight weeks, you'll then need to work out your starting sets. Now remember, this is week one and you must progress each and every week. So it's important that you don't burn out on week one, day one. For that reason, I always advise starting on three working sets for each exercise And remember, that doesn't include warm-up sets. That is just pure, straight-up working sets that you perform. So let's use chest as an example. You're heading to the gym on a Monday, ready to start the new plan, and you hit dumbbell press for three sets, followed by bench press for three sets, which now gives you six total working sets for chest on that particular Monday. Now, that's it. That's chest done and dusted. And you'll be sat there thinking, honestly, what sort of knob 
does two exercises for chest. Like, bro, do you even train? Well, just remember that we are expecting week by week progression. So by the time that we reach week six, seven and eight, the six working sets total that you did on day one are literally going to seem like a distant memory of the past when you've got to perform 20 plus working sets. So just a quick recap. Week one, day one, we've done six total working sets for chest, three sets dumbbell press, three sets bench press. The most important thing to take away from this is the intensity and the volume. And we have to increase volume and intensity every single week. So by the end of the six, seven, eight week mesocycle, you will be ready for that deload. Now, just so nobody gets confused, we are going to be working on one muscle group per week at this early point. As time progresses and we increase the total um, volume to 20, 23, 24, 25 sets, you'll be looking to train that muscle group twice weekly, sometimes even three times. So, for example, you train chest on a Monday for 15 total working sets. And then again on a Thursday or Friday for 10 total working sets, giving you 25 working sets over a seven-day week. So progression. What do I mean when I say progression? Well, we tend to measure progression in volume and load. Volume means the amount of sets performed over a seven-day period. So let's go back to week one and use that dumbbell example earlier, where you performed six working sets. Three dumbbell press, three bench press. And then as we enter week two, you'd be looking at maybe four and four. Week three, five and five. Week six, six and six. And you can now see how that volume builds up weekly. If you're in week five, you're doing six sets of bench, six sets of flies, six sets of dumbbell press, you can now start to see how your um, progression is going to unfold. Now, if we look at progression for load, let's say we're at week six and you find yourself doing six working sets per exercise and you physically can't manage another set. There could be for a number of reasons, but most likely it's going to be due to time restrictions. And in these circumstances, we can use loads to progress. So what that means is we can stay on six working sets, but then look to increase um, the load. Now, I don't know, let's just say your bench press would increase from 90 kilos, six sets to 100 kilos, six sets. And there we have that progression in load. We can just increase load to ensure there is progression. Very, very simple. So when it comes to progression, we need to be progressing with either volume, load or both. The main aim of the game here is to last the duration of your mesocycle. So six, seven, eight weeks without burning out too early. Once you've performed the required sets with the required load, you cannot drop below those numbers again. So just again, as an example, if you perform a 100 kilo bench, for three sets in week one, you cannot drop below 100 kilos um, for the rest of the cycle.
So you can't then drop down and go, I'm going to do 90 kilos for six sets because you've already set the benchmark at 100 kilos. So you can only progress, which is why it's important to structure your your mesocycle uh, correctly so that you can progress each and every week. Hopefully that all kind of makes sense and that isn't too confusing. It's really, really very simple. But maybe you can go back to that snippet again and educate yourself about the sort of progression. Now we've covered length, sets and progression. So what we need to move on to now is grouping muscles. And it's important to factor in recovery time and working sets when it comes to grouping muscles because you can't perform 15 working sets for chest on a Monday and then 10 working sets for chest on a Tuesday. Um, psychologically, physiologically, uh, we don't have enough recovery time for that to be uh, beneficial. So be smart with your planning. Obviously, it will vary from person to person, um, the goals of the individual. Um, but let's take a classic hypertrophy split for someone with, say, weak arms and weak legs. Now, they would need to focus on overload and volume in order to cause enough trauma for muscle growth in their weakest areas. Those, as I've mentioned, being arms and legs. So as a coach, here's what I would do. Be aware that the weaker areas need more volume and therefore you would want to add those in twice weekly, maybe even three times per week. So I'll give you an example of a rough weekly split. Monday, legs. Tuesday, arms and chest. Wednesday, rest. Thursday, again, heavy legs. Friday, secondary arm session with additional back. Saturday, shoulders. Sunday, rest. Now you can see from that, we've been able to add in all the muscle groups, but with more focus on the weaker areas, which allows them to undergo more trauma and damage for muscle growth. But remember, how you structure your muscle groups is totally dependent on your goals. There's no point training legs three times a week if you've already got legs the size of tree trunks while your arms are like string beans, or vice versa. Every guy who seems to train upper body but has bean pole legs. And, and it's quite common if you look at a lot of the younger guys these days who don't pay any attention to how they look from the waist down. Um, it's quite funny, actually, but um, quite serious when you start getting into it. So, yeah, you need to take that into account um, and a whole host of variables when creating your own plan. <clears throat> Then finally, we move on to the deload. And this is something I consider to be the most important factor for longevity and health. I speak to so many guys and girls at the gym. I say, when was your last rest day? And they cannot tell me. Say, when was your last rest week? Oh, don't be silly. When was the last time you had two weeks off? Um, there you go, conversation ended. And it's quite scary how many people neglect a deload now it comes at the end of the mesocycle after your six seven eight weeks of progressive overload and in short it's just a one to two week backing off period um, where you back off the intensity 
and have more rest. You should have accrued 20, 25, 30 working sets for each muscle group. And during that deload period, what we would look to do is bring this down to the first week, where if you remember, we did six working sets, three for dumbbell press, three for bench press. Now, I personally would lower the weight and increase the rep range from, say, maybe eight to 10 working um, reps to maybe 15, which would allow more blood flow, um, less trauma through load damage. The workout would maybe last 30 to 35 minutes long and no longer. It is just a quick trip to the gym for mental clarity, to move blood around the body and help nutrient delivery. When it comes to my clients, I usually give them a full seven-day period off of training, followed by a full seven-day deload before starting the next mesocycle. There are some common signs of fatigue, though. And if these um, start to become quite um, prevalent in your training, then it is time to deload. So what signs can we look for? Well, the most common sign is going to be fatigue or tiredness. And this isn't just a day-to-day -day tiredness or the usual afternoon slump. This is a deeper tiredness when everything aches, your body feels heavy, and you feel like you've got the weight of the world on your shoulders. You want to get home from work and just relax. And this is a good indication you need a rest. And there's that common saying, you need to listen to your body. That springs to mind. It's the voice in your head that says, I really don't want to train today. Please go home and sleep. And this message is a recurring theme. It's not just a one-off, it's every day. And it's not through laziness, that's very important to understand. It's through sheer degradation and tiredness that the body starts to fatigue. And that's why it's important to understand the difference between the two, laziness and pure fatigue. You may also find that you can't hold a pump in the gym um, or even hold a, hold a pump, get a pump. Your hunger will diminish. Um, there's a good chance you'll have zero enthusiasm as well. Um, and these are all warning signs. So you need to use your initiative. Um, that deload will be the difference between you making progress or ending up with a weakened immune system. So a quick recap. The length of the mesocycle is number one. How many weeks are you looking to perform your training? Starting sets. How many sets will you start off with? Remember, you don't want to burn out too fast. So pace yourself and allow a realistic progression each week. Then we go on to progression, either in volume as sets or as load. Ideally, when you reach the higher sets, increase the load. Then we move on to grouping muscles. Which body parts are lacking? Have you added them into the routine multiple times per week? Have you accounted for the higher volume when you have to perform 15 plus sets per muscle group? If you have, have you left enough rest between the muscle groups to recover? And finally, deload. Are you burnt out? Is your body calling out for rest and recovery? Have you lost your pump, your enthusiasm, your hunger? You need to decide how long to take off. But I'll just reinforce that seven days simply isn't enough if you've annihilated your mesocycle over eight weeks.
Take that time to recover and prime yourself to return bigger and better. And I'm hoping that's given you some ideas as to how to create your new training routine. And I'll be more than happy to help anyone struggling, whether that be with gym routines, diet plans or general guidance. Please get in touch. Drop me a DM or find me on socials. On that note, people, good luck. Create your routines. And if you need any help, just give me a shout. I hope this has been informative. Stay safe out there, kids, and I will see you on the flip side.